Welcome to the Wellness Help Desk with your host, Nikkei Lamodi, certified wellness coach and personal trainer. A wellness podcast focused on providing practical tips on how to curate a healthy lifestyle uniquely for you, where we discuss wellness hot topics with expert guests and have real candid conversations. It's the one-stop shop you need to get the help you've been looking for. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Wellness Help Desk, episode two. Today, we are talking all about the power of not yet and how it relates to your health and well-being. So I just want to give like a little life update since the last episode. I am currently two weeks away from starting a whole new journey. I am transitioning to being a digital nomad. And a lot of people have never even heard that word before. They are like, what are you talking about? But basically, I'm going to be traveling full time is what that equates to. And I'm so excited to kick off this new chapter in my life. I even started a brand new Instagram to document the journey and just my learning and all of this. So I'm just trying to record as many podcast episodes as I can in my closet because I know I'm going to be packing up and being in all of these different places. And I don't know what the closet situation is going to be. So I'm trying to record as many podcast episodes right now. So that's kind of like where I'm at in my life. The balance of procrastination and taking action unpacking, throwing things away, donating things to Goodwill, all of that. So that's kind of like where I'm at right now in life. (laughs) So hopefully the next time I check in with you all, I will say that I'm in my first stop um, on this journey of being a digital nomad. So let's jump right in to today's episode. Have you ever made those vision boards during New Year's Eve? Or like around the time of a fresh start, you know, maybe a group of girls got together, it's like wine and cheese night or whatever, and you made this vision board. And I have, and every single time that I've made a vision board, I would have so much intention about each picture that, you know, I was cutting it out and I'm like, if I'm putting on here love and I'm going to put a man, I'm going to put, you know, the race of man that I'm looking for or the kind of color uh, house or apartment or whatever that I wanted to live in. Like I made sure I was so intentional about every single picture and I just had so much belief that it could be totally possible. And so my board from 2020 was my best one yet, hands down. I mean, I also made that board in Dubai with my sister and a group of girls. So I think that was part of it. But it was still the best one yet. And I still have it. (laughs) It lives underneath my bed. So every time I would walk past that board in 2020, I would steal a glance at that vision board throughout the year just to check in and see if I was truly moving toward what was on that board or if something had happened that I had placed on that board. But why did I make those vision boards in the past? And what was I really hoping to get out of it? So there's this powerful TED Talk done by Dr. Carol S. Dweck, who's also a key player in the study of mindset. And I am obsessed with learning about mindset. So this woman is brilliant. She holds a PhD and her book on mindset blew my mind and changed my life forever. I discovered it back in 2020 and have never forgotten it. I still reference it to this day. 
The book is called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, How We Can Learn to Fulfill Our Potential. And I'll be sure to link in the show notes a link to the book. So in her TED Talk, she discusses the power of yet. And I'll link that TED Talk in the show notes for you as well so you can go and check it out. So just within this TED Talk, she highlights a lot of things, but three things that really stuck out to me were that, one, she highlights that not yet is a path into the future, and it promotes having a growth mindset, that on the bridge to yet, ensure that your praise is done wisely. So praising not talent or intelligence, but effort, focus, improvement, progress, And lastly, that our neurons, which are in our brain, they form new and stronger connections when we're taught a growth mindset. She highlights so many other things. I really encourage you to go and check it out. But in all of this, this applies to our health and wellness as well. Like, do you not have vision for how you want to feel at your very best physically, mentally, emotionally? spiritually? What do you want to be able to do at your absolute best? How safe and confident do you want to feel in your body's ability to heal? Do you imagine life without the hamster wheel of exhaustion and mental fatigue? Establishing a wellness vision is key to the starting point of your success. But I bet you're probably wondering, okay, but why does a wellness vision even matter, Nikkei? Like, I can kind of just picture, yeah, I know how I want to feel and be and all of that. But why does it matter to create a wellness vision? Well, one, it allows for you to define wellness for yourself. There are many buzzwords like low tox, well-being, holistic, and wellness. And everyone interprets these words differently. And so... It's important to clarify what it is defined as for you through the wellness vision that you create. For example, defining success. Success is subjective, but our society has led us to believe that it's not. And so your definition of success will be informed by what's important to you, your values, your motivators, and your deepest desires. And it's the same with a wellness vision. The second reason is that you know where you're going and anything in life that's significant or important to us, we create goals or vision for what we want that to look like or be like. Imagine navigating a healthy lifestyle with a deeper sense of meaning outside of, well, because I know I should or, you know, so-and-so told me. It provides an end goal that we work toward and take intentional steps in order to arrive where we want to be. Just like when you input an address into the GPS, that address is your end goal, which is the total of the turns you take, the highways and back roads. But all of those were necessary to get to that destination. And lastly, it's important to have a wellness vision because planning, it allows for you to be clear on what to choose, what to change, or what to keep the same. Creating goals becomes easier. So what should your wellness vision produce feelings wise? Now you know why it's important, but how should you feel about it? What should it spark within you? Well, according to Cooper Ryder and Whitney in an article from 2005, it should produce these five elements. Grounded. It should build on the core of who you are 
and in your current success, bold, it should stretch you past your comfort zone. And desired, like what you truly want is embodied in that wellness vision. Palpable, you're creating this wellness vision as if it were already true. And using the language I am is key to allow for it to feel palpable. Participatory, it should involve the many factors of your life, environment, people, and the resources around you. It takes a village. So now you know why a wellness vision is important and what it should produce feelings-wise. And now I'm going to share some questions that you can ask yourself in order to start crafting your own wellness vision. So a good place to start is with these following questions. And when you're answering these questions, I don't want you to filter the answers. I don't want you to pass judgment on the answers. I don't even want you to be critical toward the answers. I just want you to respond to what comes up and put that down. So here are the five questions. The first one, what qualities do you most appreciate about yourself? Two, what are you most proud of? Three, given all that's going well, what are you wishing for? Four, what elements of your health and well-being do you want to improve? And five, what are the benefits of making changes to your health and well-being now in this current season? There are a plethora of other questions that you can ask, and you don't need to answer every single question or all 10 or all 15. It's truly the questions that allow for you to open up and uncover a lot of information. And so I'm going to provide additional questions in the show notes that you can access if these five don't produce in you the ability to uncover additional information. So these questions can be answered through journaling, solitude and reflection, or just visually through pictures, whatever works for you. And once you've answered these questions, you want to take the time to reflect, really pull out what themes you see, what commonalities are there. And you're going to compile a wellness vision statement from all of that information. And I want you to use the phrase as a guide. I am dot, 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 so that. I want you to keep these five feelings that Whitney and Cooper Ryder shared in mind as you're creating this wellness vision? Do you feel like this is going to stretch you? Do you feel like it's grounded in the core of who you are? Does it really represent what you desire for yourself? Is it palpable? Does it feel like it's already true? And does it involve the many factors of your life? This is the first step that I take with every client before we even start setting goals or doing any action. We just cast vision and it provides a reference throughout our time together if we're truly moving in the right direction of what they want not what I think they should be doing or the pressures of society of what they should be doing but what they want and once you have your statement composed you can express it through art music a visual aid or whatever best encapsulates your wellness vision it's totally up to you So if you want to be more efficient with your time and have clarity on how to move forward in supporting your health and wellness, then create a wellness vision and watch how it generates the motivation, 
confidence and the clarity that you need. So I want to share with you my wellness vision. I never did like any vision board for it. I just could read this statement and just feel very excited and visualize what I know that could look like for me. So here it is. I am joyfully enjoying life while loving, cultivating, and investing in my well-being. And that abundance overflows to those around me. This vision allows for me to take stock of the decisions that I'm making every day. Do they align and support where I see myself in this wellness vision? Is it going to create the abundance that I know can bubble up from within so that it overflows to the people around me? I want to encourage you to take the time to create your own wellness vision. And after you make that wellness vision, if you still find that you're looking for greater support, accountability, and community, join the First Steps to Wellness program where I teach you just how to create the habits that not only make you a priority, but also support the very wellness vision that you desire. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the episode today, head over and leave me a review. This helps others find the podcast and be one step closer to curating their healthy lifestyle. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Nikkei underscore Lamodi. And if social isn't your thing, join my beautiful newsletter community via the link in the show notes. To learn more about exclusive one-on-one wellness coaching, head over to rndaywellness.com. As always, remember to give yourself grace.